This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health, helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Hello, welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts, a podcast where you, our listeners, can become part of a conversation with us. We are three therapists who are going to talk about the good, the hard, and all the in-betweens of life. Come join us. This is KJ and Jessica here for episode 120 about how to start your own self-care club. So Mm -hmm. this is an idea Jessica had several months ago and Mm -hmm. she Marco pulled me about it and she was really excited about this idea and I was like, yes, you should do it. And she has totally done it. And I think it's become Mm -hmm. like a really awesome, beautiful thing in her life. And so we thought we would dedicate an episode especially to this topic for any of you that might be interested in starting your own club. I Mm -hmm. unfortunately moved away to the Oregon coast and left Mm -hmm. all of my friends behind (laughs) and moved somewhere where I don't have any friends yet who I could start a self-care club with. So I'm really fully living vicariously through Jessica with this. So I don't have like my own experience to talk about. So we are just going to fully listen to her and just Mm -hmm. get excited about the potential that this idea has. Yeah. And KJ will be asking me all of the questions that you guys probably have. So, yes, you know, she can basically read your guys' minds and we'll make sure I say everything that I need to say. (laughs) So the idea for self-care club actually came when I was driving home from the Oregon coast. Kind of. So I was listening to a podcast as one does when you're a podcaster. I feel like all I'm doing is mentioning that in the last episode and this episode, but I was listening to a podcast And it was a whiteout snowstorm. It was so bad. I was like so stressed driving. So I just was like trying to think about anything other than stressful driving. And in the podcast, it was talking about how to start a book club. And I was like, man, I would love to have a book club similar to the book club that I used to be in, which is called Hoes That Read. We are reclaiming the word. And Hoes That Read still exists, HDR. And they are doing great things, but they're just a little bit. Yeah. Don't you worry. It's a whole thing. They have now gone on like a retreat together. It's like amazing what they're doing. So um, like literally I was like, I want it to be like HDR because I actually made many friends that I hadn't had before that through HDR and I loved it, but it just became hard for me to drive to it because it was just like a little bit too far north, whatever. So I was like, oh, I miss those that read, miss that vibe. But I was like, but a lot of people have book clubs and they don't really read the book. And I was like, I just want 
a social club. Like, I think that used to be a thing, like, in the early 1900s. That's, I'm thinking about, like, my Samantha American Girl doll times. I feel mm. like that social clubs existed, right? Like, I went back east last year to um, Newport, Rhode Island, and where they have, like, all the mansions, like, you know, yeah, the, Ro- was it the Rockefellers? It was someone who was really rich, you know? And I'm like, they had like social clubs. Like they would definitely be like, totally. let's, I'm going to be in this social club. And we'll just like go and we're old ladies and, and we just hang Gables. out together. They totally Yes. Like that had. vibe. Yes. yes. Right. Social clubs. So I was like, I want to like start a social club. I just want to socialize with people and be like, come to my house once a month and we'll socialize. And so I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to do this. And then I forgot about it because the snowstorm ended and my stress ended and I moved on with my life, right? (laughs) But then later, a few months later, I was sitting there and I was like, I just need more social in my life. And I was like, and I'm trying to work on this in myself, right? Like if I need something, if I identify a need, I can do something about that, right? It's like, I can't just wait for people to, to fill it. Yeah. know that I have a need to be social and call yeah. me. That's just not going to happen, right? So it's up to me to start something. So I started thinking about it and I was like, what do I want to do? And I was like, oh yeah, I wanted to do that social club. And then I was like, do you know what I should do? I have a podcast. So I should invite people through the podcast to be part of a self-care club. And I just kind of like created this amazing idea, which I stand by. I feel like this was the best idea I may have ever had. And so I hope that you create this. So here's the concept. Self-care club is a social club where you will get together with like-minded humans. My club is all female. Your club can be all male. It can be mixed. It can be anything that you want it to be. It can include animals. I do not care, right? But the point of self-care club is that you come together as a group And your goal is to improve your own self-care throughout the month and to support each other as we all improve our self-care. So what you do is you come together and you discuss what's happened in the last month and you set a new goal and intention for the next month. So this is what I've been struggling with over the last month and this is what I think would really help me deal with that. And so you have this new self-care intention and you go on with your life, right? The next level of this club is to do self-care during self-care club, which I know is just insane, right? Just next level genius. So the idea would be like, okay, well, we're going to go to, for instance, here in Utah County, we have like a salt cave where they'll do sound baths. Like we could go do that and then discuss our self-care after that kind of a thing or go to, um, Now I can't think of anything. I'm like, I have a list like, oh, go do yoga together and then make our intentions and talk about the last month on and on and on. Right. So the idea was to do self-care, to discuss self-care and then support each other through the month as we work on our self-care, which is all genius and amazing. Right. So what I did that first month was I had everyone come to my house because it's a neutral ground and I knew that we could like talk and not disrupt anyone which I definitely recommend when you're starting a new group especially when you're starting a new group like I did which was with strangers because I had kind of run it through the podcast so some people who came were people that I already knew and were friends 
Um, and then other people were just people that I had never met before. So it was very fun to like get to know people and create this like new club. So we had everyone come. And then what I did was introduce what I will now introduce to you, which is what I believe the real self-care should be. And we have a whole episode on this earlier, like much earlier. This is one of our like earliest episodes, probably number 19 instead of, oh, sorry, number 20 instead of 120. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Like it's like what self-care really means kind of a thing. Um, And in it, I talk about this article from Brianna Wiest. I'm assuming that's how you say her name. And um, it's on Thought Catalog. And the title is This is what self-care really means because it's not all salt baths and chocolate cake. And when I read that article, I was just like, yes, this is 100% true. Self-care is not like going to get a pedicure and then being cured of everything that ails you in life. That's called avoiding, right? Self-care is getting a pedicure because you need to slow down because your life is too busy. And so a pedicure where you have to actually sit and just sit in that relaxing moment is really good for you, right? So things that we think of as like typical self-care can be self-care if that's the kind of person you are, but they also are things that we're actually just using to avoid our life, right? And so her kind of thing that sticks out is self-care is building a life you don't need to escape from. And so that's what the theme of my self-care group is, is like, what do we want to build in our lives So we don't have to escape every day, you know? So we came together that first week. We read the article. I think I read it out loud to the group. You're welcome, guys. Um, And then we kind of went through like what everyone kind of wanted to focus on and what are their barriers to self-care at this time, right? So it's basically like, oh, I would really like to have some time to myself. I feel really overwhelmed with all my young kids, but the barrier is I have young kids. So what am I going to do about that? You know, and we kind of helped brainstorm and we came up with some goals and then we had in my self-care club, um, Miriam boss, who has also been on the podcast. So we did a goal setting, um, episode with Miriam. So you can go back and listen to that. And she has like the best tips about setting goals. She's amazing. Uh, love having her self-care club. Love you, Miriam. You're the best. And, um, so what she did was she really helped us take these like nebulous goals and then get them into something like definable and like, well, what is actually underneath that? I feel like we really, as a group helped everyone kind of dig deeper, which is what was like the most beautiful, I guess, in that first group was like, okay, if you say like, well, I need to exercise, then we were like digging into well, what's holding you back and what beliefs do you have standing in the way? And it was really cool to just like really kind of immediately like get pretty deep and like vulnerable with these people because we were all on some level interested in improving our self-care. So we were at least admitting like self-care is important to us, which brought us to kind of like a level playing field. And so we were willing to just like, it felt like a very safe place where we kind of dug deep and like figured things out. So we then got into like kind of more specific goals, which was wonderful. And we then through the next month would check in and talk to each other. And then we got together the next month. So my self-care club is once a month, we meet 
the same like week and the same general time. And I made it a club so that I could go. So Uh I made it at a time that it was convenient for me and that I knew that I wouldn't have to miss. Cause like I said, like I loved my book club, but it wasn't at a time that was good and convenient for me. And so that's why I could never go. So I made it at a time that was really great for me. So as long as I can show up all as well. (laughs) And Um, and we talked about like, what do we want to do for future meetings? What do we want this to look like? You know, and it very immediately became like, okay, we are all in, we're loving this and people show up and people like, we really know each other now. Like it's been, I don't know how long it's been, but it's been like, I mean, I feel like we've met. Yeah. At least I feel like we had to have met six times probably by now. So it's like, it's a infant club, but also it's like going, it hasn't stopped yet, which is amazing. We had like one month where no one could really go because it was more busy and that was fine. So we actually just had like a small dinner and there was just three of us and it was great. And that was also wonderful, but we're just like making sure we're continuing, keeping up the habit, all of that kind of a thing. So the question is, KJ, what questions do you have about self-care club? So I think what people might get stuck on is like, okay, I don't have a podcast to like advertise that I want to do this or find people that want to do this with me. So what are some ways that people could find these like-minded people that want to improve self-care, you know? Indeed. Great question. Thank you to KJ, the lady in the back. (laughs) It's so good. Um, Okay. So what has actually happened with self-care? So like the first time I ran it through the podcast, but since then I, I like to close my groups. It's like a, it's like an ongoing joke with my friends because I'm like, this group is closed. Like you can't bring more people into this. So um, I ran it through the podcast to get people. And then I like closed it because you can't have a group like this in flux all the time because there is a level of like vulnerability and safety. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, my plan is to like every six to eight months, every six months to a year, open it back up and see if anyone new wants to come. Otherwise someone new who wants to come has to be vouched for by someone else. Right. So, well, I think if I was not able to access the podcast, which is not that hard to imagine because it's weird that I even do have a podcast to use (laughs) would be to, um, to literally take an inventory of the people in your life that you want to get to know better and just invite those people. Like truly, if this is about self-care, then think about what yourself needs. And honestly, you're going to feel drawn to certain people that you want to be there and invite those people. And they'll probably respond in kind because often we're drawn to people who are often drawn to us. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I would say, okay, cool. Just start with, you know, like honestly a good size for like a self-care club would be, I would say like five to 10 people. You don't really want to get necessarily bigger than that because then just updating on everyone's goals would take three hours, like truly, because based on experience, it would take that long. And so it's nice to keep it like kind of small where you have enough group members where if like a couple of people can't come, there still is enough to like fill it up, you know, but you don't need it to be huge. So you need to look at your circle of friends. If you're like, Oh, I only have two other friends. 
wonderful. Invite those two friends. And then as it keeps going, say, hey, do you guys know anyone who would be interested in this? That kind of a thing. So that you can kind of build the group up a little bit bigger. If you're like, okay, I like if KJ's in Oregon, she's like, I have one friend. And then they say, well, I have one friend. And then that person has one friend. And then all of a sudden you have like a little bit of a group of friends, that kind of a thing, because you don't need a ton of people. And it's nice to get some new blood if what you're after, like I was, is like a social life, because that's kind of nice. But truly, I think you can be flexible about how you get those members. You also can like just post like on your Instagram and be like, Hey, I'm interested in doing this club. Who wants to come? And you will be surprised who's like, yeah, that sounds very interesting to me. Actually count me in. So you might just be surprised. You might also be surprised that no one wants to, and then maybe you should not do self-care club. You should just do a straight up social club where you're like, or a movie club. I mean, I had so many ideas before I landed on self-care club, like, oh, we go see a movie every Wednesday of the month or every Tuesday, because that's when it's cheaper, you yeah. know, that kind of a thing. Like there's so many options. If you're like self-care, I believe in self-care because I think it is a genius way to like we've talked about, like to shortcut connection, but like like a literal shortcut to real connection, not the yes. fake shortcutting connection. Like we're literally, the woods are over here. We're going to go straight through the woods. It's going to be a little bit dark, a little bit scary. But on the other side is like a group that I'm really connected with. I feel like that's what the self-care club is good for is because you're talking about things that are kind of like vulnerable, but then also you're immediately laughing and talking about things that got in the way. And it's like, there's just, for us, there's a lot going on and it's really fun. So we definitely laugh. Sometimes people cry. That seems like a great group to me, right? So that's how you can find people. Any other questions? Yeah, it kind of goes with that. I mean, I think you kind of answered it, but my question was like, if someone's listening to this and they're hearing the words vulnerable and like people are really digging into the barriers of why you're not doing something in your life that you feel the need to do like that could already feel uncomfortable for some people but maybe mm -hmm. they like the idea of like the end result of like connecting deeper to people how do they kind of push through that initial discomfort of like reaching out to people and setting up the club and then kind of the premise of like we're gonna get vulnerable with each other on this first meet and greet like how could people kind of push mm -hmm. through those feelings? Yeah, I would say 100% you do not have to get vulnerable at any point if you don't want to. Like if you want to create a group that doesn't do that, you don't have to do that, right? It can just be like, what's your self-care club? Like what's your goal for the week? Okay, you want to exercise two times this week? Wonderful. And then we move on, right? Mm -hmm. Like this can be as deep a group or as superficial as you want it. And that neither way is right or wrong. Right. Yeah. But what I found is that I just, as a therapist, the group really went there because I am a therapist. And so I definitely bring that vibe to the groups that I'm in. I'm sorry. That's just my vibe. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think if you had a group that you're like, Oh, I just kind of want to like do self-care, but not like make this like, an intensive kind of moment, that's totally fine. And you will still connect and be really great friends with everyone because we can connect on superficial levels and we can connect on deep levels. Like that's just true. But I would say in my own experience, 
For me, a more full and enriching relationship is one where I do go deeper and have like these lighthearted, just really fun. I mean, like the stories that I have heard from these girls in my self-care club, I have cried laughing absolutely 100%. But for me, that's because we also have this like deeper connection of we can really talk about difficult things and we can talk about like the funniest, like craziest things that have happened over the last month, you know? And so for me, I think you push through that as much as you feel comfortable. And my guess is as, you know, like maybe in your first session, you're just getting to know each other. Right. But by session six, you guys are like connecting and then you're able to go deeper and really get to that next level of relationship. And so I think give yourself time. Don't push yourself and be like, well, I have to be vulnerable now because that's what self-care club is really about. Well, maybe for you, self-care is really just about taking baby steps towards being more comfortable with people. So it really can look any way that you want it to look. And I think don't let the fact that other people are being vulnerable scare you off from being vulnerable yourself. But also if you're not ready yet, that's totally fine. Take your time. And if you never get there, you never get there. That's fine too. You know, like this is a social club. This is not therapy with your therapist. Like you don't need to bear everything, you know? Totally. Yeah. So since getting vulnerable is your vibe, can you give us Mm -hmm. an example of like a, self-care goal you made in the club how people kind of helped you process through Mm -hmm. what like your monthly goal should be and like Mm -hmm. how it kind of played out Mm -hmm. so I talked about this a little bit on our last episode and how I um started journaling so the reason and I'll get into this like more now right so the reason that I decided to start journaling again was because I was realizing that I was having these significant blocks to taking care of myself, but I had no idea like what was in the way. And so what I did was I took that to the journal and I really like dug into what's going on. Why am I unable to do this? Right. And so what I found out (laughs) was that I was just burnt out as like a parent in the season of life that I'm in. I feel very burnt out. And I just don't have energy that's in excess. Right. And so for me, I could take that to the group and be like, can you guys help me find excess energy? And so for me, like, this is like kind of counterintuitive, right? A huge part of self-care for me has been doing self-care club. Right. But it also has been allowing myself to not do self-care club perfectly, which my group members have allowed me to do, if that makes sense. So like the first meeting that we had ended early, didn't end early. It was like one or two in the morning. Let me say that. (laughs) And it ended because my daughter vomited. And um, so I was like, well, I have a vomiting baby. And they just like immediately came in and like, a couple of them were left at the end and they just cleaned everything up. And I was Mm -hmm. just like, this is amazing. Like I even just being cared about in that way was like, Oh, they're giving me back a little bit of my energy. I now have energy to do more of my other self-care things that I need to. It's been like a very interesting 
kind of process of like, okay, I come to self-care club. I'm rejuvenated because I'm talking about things that are hard. I'm finding solutions, but I'm also just gaining back social energy, which is very important to me and does not happen that often in my life. So it was, it's been incredible just to be like, oh, just going to self-care club is a huge act of self-care you know? And so I'll have like an activity or something because we have not yet done like a, like the salt caves or whatever, because we like to talk too much, you know? (laughs) So I usually come with like more kind of like a journal prompt of like, what do we want to do this season? What do we want to do? What do you want to do for, you know, all these things that we talked about in our last episode about journaling. I'll bring that to the club. And then we honestly just like, go from there and are off to the races and then we can decide what we want to do. And it's also like, it's funny how like the first month we were like digging into like what's happening, you know, and now it's just kind of like, Oh, we're just talking about our lives. And it's just like naturally like, Oh, and every once in a while someone will be like, Oh, well that's what you should do for self care. Right. Like she's just talking about like, here's what's been going on lately. And then someone's like, Oh, that's where you need self care. Like that's, you need to do that to take care of yourself. And it's so fun to just see how it organically just comes up because we know what we're there for, but we're also just there because it's also a social club, you know? Yeah. So anyways, that was a long round, roundabout answer, but the answer is self-care club in itself is my best self-care. Truly. I love it. I think that's awesome. I just love this idea. I feel like we you know, the COVID years, like we went through this isolation and now it's kind of like reclaiming being Mm -hmm. social and being connected and being in person with people and being in the same room, sharing the same space. Um, I just, I love the idea and the concept of it. And I just wanted to comment that, um, I think this so depicts kind of the work you have done in therapy and just in your own personal reflection and in your life because at your core and in your heart you are an introvert but you've like worked on that so much to where you bring these episodes to the podcast of like how to make friends as an adult and how to navigate like difficult friendships Mm -hmm. and like this now idea you've had with self-care club that really shows how to deepen friendships with people and like be more connected. And I just, I Mm -hmm. wanted to comment on that because I think it's like really cool having known you for over a decade and just seeing like that growth. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, if you knew me way back when I would never have, I was always like, I'll just wait for someone to invite me. But then, yeah, like COVID happened and having a child happened. And then it's just like, I need some social interaction. And like, I, I am absolutely filled up by meaningful relationships with other women. Like I love it. And so I just realized that like that was lacking and the self care for me was, I'm going to have to be the person who creates this club, which is not easy for me, but I know it's what's going to be best for me in the long term. So it was a hundred percent like a therapeutic process for me to like, I was so anxious before the first one, like, is anyone going to show up? How is this going to work? It's going to be so awkward. And luckily six months in, I don't have any, like they're coming over. Like literally I was like, Oh, you guys come over to my house. My husband's going to be out of town and I don't want to miss it. Like that would normally be like stressful. Like, Oh, 
my husband's gone and then I'm going to have to be in charge of the kids and have people in my house. And, but I'm just like, oh, I would rather not miss self-care club. Like, please just come mm-hmm. here. That's, that's yeah, what's easiest for me. And I know now that they don't care if I'm like, well, my husband is gone. So like the house is a little bit messier. This is, you know, like if someone yeah. wakes up, I'm going to have to go. And that's what's nice is that we've gotten to know each other. And so I don't have to feel stress about those things. I'm just like, yeah, come and we'll see what happens. And, you know, the first time someone vomited, so it can't be worse than that. So <laughs> we're going to be set, you know? Yes. So it's like very fun how it has all been very, like, it's about what's actually self-care club is my self-care. Like it is pushing me to do hard things that are actually good for me. So it's fascinating. Good. I love it. It could be that for you too. You know, if you're like, I could never do that. Just like dig deep and be like, why not? If it would make you happy, then why shouldn't you? You know, there is for sure some discomfort and being like, come here, this group of strangers and let me facilitate it. It's for sure awkward, but you'll be fine. I promise. And if it doesn't work, okay, just start again in a few months with new people and don't tell anyone, you know? Yes. Yes. Great. Well, take this idea and see what it becomes in your own life and let us mm-hmm. know. Let yeah. us know. Write us. Start your own. If you want to start a branch, please do. We have sweatshirts and hats and everything, so I can send you links. So it'd be great. Do you really? I mean, we have we have discussed ordering the hats, but I do have sweatshirts and a shirt. Stop it. What? Yeah. Well, it turns out that self-care club is like a very popular term thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's so nice. So I was like, oh, it's like find some swag. And I was like, oh, now there's like so much swag. I want it all. Cool. I do have, yeah, I have a shirt. I have a sweatshirt. We, we discussed getting matching hats. So we, I don't, we need to actually do that. Maybe that'll be tomorrow when we order it. Cause there's like a shipping thing where you have to ship them all together and yeah. Logistics are not my strong suit, but yeah, truly, you, if you guys want to join just from afar, I'll send you a link. You can get a nice, cute self-care hat. And, I want that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Next time, we may hear a voice long forgotten on the podcast. Indeed. Taylor Thomas may re-enter the chat. Oh my, you guys have missed her. We've missed her. We all want her to come back. Taylor, so we're hoping here she comes. So truly just get excited, guys. She's coming. <laughs> the one, the only. You truly are going to listen to like her joining us and be like, yeah, it's definitely better when Taylor's there. <laughs> and we're not going to be offended because no. we also really love her. Yes, <laughs> so. All right. The wisdom is coming. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. We want to create a community of inclusion where we can have conversations about topics that you need help with or have questions about. We want you to have a voice in this process, so please let us know what you want to hear about on future episodes. You can email us at thoughtspod at gmail.com. And if you search thoughtspod, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All original music is composed by Milan Vrijic from Valley of the Bears, and our logos are by Rick Thomas. Thanks for joining us.